Well, hello there. Welcome to the AFA podcast, the official podcast of animationforadults.com. And this is a special Christmas episode of the podcast. Uh, so, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I am Chris Mass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I am joined... Oh, no. Oh, I, am joined, I am joined... I'm joined here by Dan Yule. Yule, yeah. Whoa! Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, watch it, watch it, throwing things like that around. <laughs> Someone's eye out with with that sharp. Um, yeah. Hi, I'm Dan Yule. Are you, are you feeling um, festive? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I got a cinnamon candle going. Awesome. It's very festive. <laughs> Here in yeah. the AFA Christmas shack, what we're in. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and I'm joined. But we're sort of divided by screen, so we don't really know what the other is up to. No. Which is why you have to ask about yeah. what, what yeah. the thing I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm joined by Rachel, the red nosed reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is. Oh, my, my sides are hurting. How's it going? <laughs> Oh, oh, good. Very, very good. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling very festive this week. Yeah, should be. I'm festiving it right up here. I know. I, I can, I can, I can hear that. And we are joined by Christmas Eve on. <laughs> oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. How's it going? <laughs> The Grinch isn't on TV for us. <laughs> sure. Uh, so what it is is like um, I don't know where. Do you have any idea what the origin is of them, Chris? No idea. We're not, no, no one knows. But we, but you have to get them. Um, the they law. are like, yeah, kind of. They're like um, little um, cylindrical, sort of like shaped <laughs> present things. Uh-huh. Um, they have, um, like, bows either end, which have yeah. kind of evolved into handles. Um, and the idea is that inside there is a crap joke or a bad riddle. Mm-hmm. Um, a useless toy, usually something like a comb or... Um, <laughs> if you're lucky. If you're, yeah, if you're dead lucky. If you've got the posh crackers, um, mm-hmm. it's something like that. Um, but more often than not, it's like something like, 
what would you say they they are like a spinning top, like a really bad plastic spinning top or something like that? Yeah, some piece of plastic crap. And yeah, hats. And no, that's the most important part. Is there is like a tissue paper hat that you um, have to wear at the dinner table? Yeah, it's it's to. kind of yeah. You really do like if if you refuse to wear the hat, is like you're Scrooge. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so you really like if you're being festive, like you know you're wearing a hat, and and it's not Christmas until like someone grumpy is wearing one of those. It's like has been clearly forced to wear like a tissue paper crown thing, Um, but yeah, basically um, you pull them and you have like a handle either end and you pull them um, like with the person next to you, person next to you, and inside is like a little tiny um, like cracker, um, like a. I don't. They don't appear anywhere else apart from in crackers. But it's like a little explosive. Like little poppers, like little poppy Fourth of July poppers. This thing that you throw down on the ground that pop. Kind of. They can be pretty. Yeah. What me and my brother used to do was we used to like, um, like daintily, like take the explosive thing (laughs) from out of the cracker, and then like. You know, like have have like yeah, just like have like a bunch of like ten, uh, like a whole bundle of them, and then pull them, and you could get like quite a bad, uh, scary, scary, scary pop. Um, yeah, and you pull a cracker, and it's like, um, <laughs> little tiny dice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, we've spent way too long talking about this. This, this has been another edition of Chris and Dad trying to explain British crap. <laughs> hey, 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 I mean, I learned something new. I don't know hey, about you. I, 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 Devon, I learned something new today. At least it was Christmassy. Yeah. 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 It was on on point in a it's way. Like, it's like you learn about another culture. <laughs> <laughs> a culture that I did live in for three years of my life and somehow missed that. Really? That's you surprising. Never, you didn't have to wear the tissue hat? No, I did not. I mean, I'm well, sure, I'm sure if, that maybe that was why I was getting funny looks at my, uh, at my, the one British school that I ended up going to for two of the three years. Maybe that's why I got so many funny looks, other than the fact that I didn't have an accent, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have an accent. <laughs> Just not not the right one. <laughs> but anyways, animation. Awesome. Animation. Awesome. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about some Christmassy animation, some of our favourites. Um, they must pull a cracker in the snowman, actually. They I must do. I don't know. For the party. Oh, oh yeah, probably. And the snowman, they definitely... I, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That little moment, but I always have to ask because I, you know, that's something that's totally foreign here, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, do the mistletoe. Sorry, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> when one of the um, Christmas specials that we wanted to talk about um, was was a little British animation called The Snowman um, that mm. basically was on British. It's been on British TV at Christmas every year since the 1980s. And um, 
uh, it is available on Hulu, so uh, our American contingent here got the chance to watch it as well. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing it a long, long time ago. I forget if it was whether I was when I was in London or if it was or even before I moved there. But I remember watching it and just absolutely falling in love with it. So I unfortunately couldn't, you know, they don't play it on TV so much anymore here than they, you know, than they do in uh, England. But at the very same, you know, I still, I'll always remember it. And I'm really yeah. happy I got the chance to rewatch it now that it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think in America it played with that, um, the introduction with David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yes, I love that. I love that just as much as the original one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it um, doesn't really make any sense, but um, it's just co- always cool to see David Bowie. <laughs> it's always cool to see David Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> especially if he's the Goblin King. Oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, um, it, it's a very simple story about a little boy who builds a snowman at Christmas. And it comes to life, and they go on a magical journey. <laughs> Is that something up pretty much? Yeah, basically. And, mm-hmm. and it's all silent. Yes. Yeah, I remember that was the one of the initial things that struck me when I first watched that uh, that movie was the fact that there was there was no talking whatsoever, and it it didn't make it any less enjoyable, or just the fact that you know the, or the characters any less likable because you know you you basically got everything you needed to know by their actions and, you know, and their facial expressions. It's based on a graphic novel by, well, it wouldn't have been called graphic novel then, it should be called a comic. I think it's, I think it's a picture book. Really, oh, is it? Uh, but yeah. Raymond Briggs, um, I think it's, I think it's comic style, but it hasn't got any dialogue in it. Oh, right, no, you're right, sorry, yeah, it is. Yeah, he, he drew comics, or with that and well, Father Christmas had dialogue <laughs> in it, <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, it's famous. The comic didn't have any speech in it, which is not your average comic. So um, when they turned it into the animation, it's also got no speech in it. Um, it. It was interesting watching it for me because, as I said, it's on every every Christmas um, in Britain, but. It's a long time since I've seen it. I don't don't even remember when I last watched it. Uh, it's it's not on at a terribly convenient time. It's always on at like Christmas Day at like five PM and you're usually doing other things and Pulling crackers. Pulling crackers. <laughs> yeah, when you're pulling crackers or having a good old watching someone argument. to watch your hat. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Wear a hat, even. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a couple um things, and I mentioned these um off sort of off the air or whatever um the last time when I first when I finally watched this for the first time because I've never remember ever seeing it um but uh there were three specific things that um I know that it's American perspective <laughs> that maybe oh, yeah. tell me what you think about this Rachel like one thing was those dentures like whose are they and well, <laughs> I'm a little young to have a full set of dentures. Yeah, that I, then, I, rewatching that, that kind of story was like, wait, what? And then, and I was just like, wow, the, there really must be some teeth issues. And then the other thing was like um, the sweater. It just struck me that um, the, and I mentioned this before. Like, I mean, if there's snowing outside, it's cold enough for there to be snow, and he like only goes out in like a sweater. And I just don't know of any. Seems like 
if that was made here, it'd be bundled up. <laughs> kind of, at least as far like as that that suit. goes, it kind of reminded me like um like the Polar Express, where basically you know all the kids when they go out to the train, the, uh-huh. they they just go out in their you know, their pajamas and their little like nightgown covers and stuff like that, and you know they're going they're going around in this. I mean, obviously they're in a train for most of the yeah, story, but going out to play in the snow though, I don't know. It just struck me as odd because I grew up for my early early years like snow fort years in Michigan and so I was just like there's no way <laughs> hey maybe that kid's just super resilient to cold I don't know right so I can I can I think I can answer that um and you can tell me if this is not your experience at all Chris my experience of Christmas is every single um animated special or TV special or movie showing Christmas as being snowy and it never ever ever snowing for me at Christmas. So I would I would venture a guess that the people making the thing probably didn't know what it was like when it was snowing <laughs> and that it would be indeed like you know, way too cold to go out in just a sweater. Okay, that's maybe very interesting. that's interesting. I mean, what that's... do you think about that, Chris? I that's just a guess. Well, I was gonna say one thing is that Britain in the snow probably not nearly as hardcore as wherever it where did you say Um, michigan northern michigan yeah yeah i yeah everything's bigger in america so it's probably you know yeah when when dramatically different uh canada yeah yeah we just don't we don't really tend to get snow and particularly around christmas we don't it's usually like february or January, or like early earlier in the year when we basically get after the time you want it, yeah, long yeah, after the time no, you really want yeah. it. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't remember the last time it snowed at Christmas. That's funny. And then the other thing, the last thing that struck me, which I just thought was really cute and hilarious, is um how he like run is so excited and runs outside and he's got like the bare bottom. It <laughs> <laughs> just cracked me up because you don't see a lot. like that. That would probably wouldn't play on TV here. <laughs> the 80s was a different time. It's a magical channel, time. It was, it was the old Channel 4 as well. Just make yeah. me up. And like, the kids oh, were fun. more hardy. They just, the parents yeah. just used to send them out in the snow. Yeah. No jumpers on. That's uh, right. Send for yourself. No underclothes. Just, just you in the snow and magic. <laughs> Flying through the sky. Oh yeah, and but, that's, an, well, that's another explanation. Also, magic. <laughs> yeah, magic. Magic kept him warm. But but there's, everyone loses there's their teeth. Walking, <laughs> there's a snowman walking around. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's not dressed up warm enough, and it's also warm enough for a snowman to melt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. No. Oh, no. He doesn't ever melt. He gets so close to that fireplace too. You think that? I think that's part of the reason why you think that might not happen. <laughs> and then he jumps in the chest like freezer, yeah. <laughs> um, and that like appears to be warm for him. Right. Well, yeah, because like he was, but he was staying by the refrigerator door. He'll the kids holding it open. He's like, he's like rubbing his hands, his snowy mm. hands in front of it, like it's a fire. It's like oh, it's like an the opposite for him. That's that's one of the things I love about that uh, that that uh, animated short so or the animated movies so much is the fact that it just it was completely silent and it like I said you you got to 
you know, care so much about these characters just from what, you know, their little antics off each other. Like, like, like I said, the thing with the refrigerator and then jumping on a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And driving through the countryside. It's like, and the parents are not hearing this at all. They're still fast asleep. It was the 80s. Everything's different in the 80s. And he was the <laughs> latchkey kid, yeah. Yeah, just they were, about. They were having it off or just, like, hungover or something. Yeah. He went to the crackers. dance party. Goes to the dance party with the snowman. That was mm. freaking awesome. I love that part. That's a, the, there was that part and, uh, the, of course, the, the flying sequence. Like that, uh, I had to search for that song that they play during that 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 sequence of the film, and I finally found it on iTunes. I was like, "Yay! I'm getting all the nostalgic fuzzies." Least favorite part of the film. Really? (laughs) Yeah, because the cameras cameras are really cool, though. The cameras are incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite part about that. But I also like the cat a lot. (laughs) Oh yeah, the cat. (laughs) I did find that. Yeah, it did give me complete nostalgic warm fuzzies it was like watching mm-hmm. it like the hairs stand back on, stand on stand on end on the back of your neck and you go oh childhood <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and the flying bit and everything but here, here's a fun fact for you um apparently they they released the single from it um like around the time and it, it became a big hit it was, the, it was huge but the kid the kid who sings it on on the special the animation it's not the same who does it on the single what by the time by the time that it, they were recording it as a as a separate song his voice had broken oh no oh that's and then, awful and then this song becomes this big iconic thing and now that that um that kid that kid who is the um that usurper that complete fraud who is <laughs> not the real authentic Walking in the air, kid. He's now a celebrity. Oh, no. He's called Alan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but That's it should so be that bad. other kid. It should yeah. be that other kid. He'd also now be a grown-up, obviously. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever whatever he's doing with his life, I hope he's well. Yeah, that's that injustice. You guys, did you guys see a lot of the um the Rankin Bass? I mean, that, that, those are the films that I see that right. Like, okay. All the Rankin yeah. Bass, yeah. Uh, movies. Actually, weirdly enough, for me, I didn't watch the Snowman that much as a kid. The one Christmas special that I watched the most definitely was Rudolph totally. the Red Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, yeah. The um Rankin Bass. Yeah. Is it, but it's like it's is it called Rudolph and the Island's Lost Toys or because there's like a whole Rudolph the Reindeer here right there's like a whole isn't subplot which is like, has, isn't that like yeah, a separate one no it's it's it's, no, it's, it's, it's on the, the it's on the same one yeah like there's this crazy like subplot with like <laughs> abominable snowman and uh-huh. this dude with a beard and there's a fucking like elf who wants to be a dentist totally yeah yeah yep, that's all who's there clearly like the gayest character you've ever ah! seen in anything. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch that again. It says it's only forty-seven minutes long. It always feels way longer. <laughs> no, I felt like I watched that. Yeah, over like days. <laughs> I've never seen it. Well, have you not? I have not. It's... No, it's. I. It's not the same in the UK. Um, like a. 
I said the snowman was on every Christmas. Mm. Um, in my experience, anyway, um, the the uh, ranking bass things weren't on in the same way over. You know, they're not quite the same, not held uh-huh. in the same special place. But it's interesting that you said about you watching it because I found out that you know, my my best friend loves that. It's like it's her favourite growing up thing, mm-hmm. um, and it was interesting because I I didn't ever see it growing up. You know, yeah, it was it was on like it was they played it on um children's BBC like Christmas morning or and yeah like Christmas morning. I was too busy pulling crackers or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that gonna be this episode's running gag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Um or playing with pirate Lego or something. Alright, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Right. It was just actually it was something it was one of the few things I watched which I think my mum used to watch it. I don't heavens knows how she used to watch it. But um I guess it was on T V. Uh, it must have been, but But it, it was one it was one of like the few things I could watch with my mum and my dad and they really enjoyed it and they were really entertained by it. Because like it has lots of it's really funny for starters, but it has like, you know, that snowman. Uh, I'd much rather spend um my Christmas with this snowman because he looks like he's because he knows shit, and he like <laughs> he's still he's still there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's the omniscient out of outside the story snowman. Yeah, I'd rather spend uh, Christmas with him uh, <laughs> than uh, Raymond Briggs's unreliable <laughs> snowman. That's not his fault. What happened to him? <laughs> what a no, bummer of an ending. I guess not. Oh, happy Christmas, children! <laughs> Your new friend, he's dead. Yeah. You have him for a season, and then he's gone. Like a day. Um. Yeah. Speaking, yeah, of, like, speaking of semi-depressing uh, Christmas, is uh, that I was um, watching this week uh, that I'm probably gonna have to watch again for uh, Christmas Eve because it's become a tradition in my family is watching Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, so, okay. Totally. So that's That's, a, that's really. I got. I got to ask you about that because I've only really seen that. Um, because I've like found it online, and that's never been on TV. Uh, yeah. In the UK. No, no. Well, to my knowledge, they always play that, it at least once or twice on uh on um uh, one of the channels on in here in the US. And the thing that I was really surprised about, and this is kind of what like Christmas can get away with, which is something I think that like the snowman gets away with. Um, in that it has like a really downer ending, really. Well, the ending is um, good. In, in well, tra- Go ahead. Sorry. I'm, I'm it, it's just that like Charlie, like Charlie Brown Christmas is just so melancholic. And it's really like quite adult, like in the way how it just opens and Charlie Brown is just like out of his mind depressed about that Christmas is here again. Which is like quite an adult problem, I think. Yeah, he's he's a little adult, and I mean, but Frosty the Snowman is the same way. Do you guys ever watch that? It's their like dopey, no. dopey snowman special. Oh, really? Nope. No, because we have the snowman, so I guess we didn't. We don't need Frosty we don't the Snowman. Need imported snowman. We've got a <laughs> We've got our own uh, your snowman. Snowman. your snowman doesn't need a name. Yeah, he's just the snowman. <laughs> so, and and that that was a that was another rankin bass. 
I think so, yeah. Do you know where it these were actually animated, dope. though? Uh. Yes, they were animated in Japan. So, really? Hey. Uh. No, the old Japanese animation's the same, eh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, it was animated in Japan in the same way that The Simpsons animated in Korea, right? Well, there was a studio, I think it's called Topcraft, that did a lot of... I think. Ah, and Topcraft also was a studio that produced Nazca. Ah, it's all connected. But, Dan, what you were saying about Charlie mm. Brown not being on in the UK... I think okay, yeah. It, Are you, am I wrong? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably, it's probably just... I, I used to be on like Children's BBC. I don't know necessarily oh, really? that specific thing that used there was I don't know if it okay I, I know what it used to be on there was yeah it was, it was the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show yeah so mm-hmm. and there was also there were specials as well I remember there being a new year one yeah there was a new year and uh there was a Halloween special and a Thanksgiving special yeah there's that that's actually I think um there's a whole like DVD collection of all the Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, there's the Charlie Brown Christmas and all the other holiday specials are on like one DVD package now as like they're being sold on Amazon, I think. But, um, yes, there was a whole bunch of them, but uh, yeah, everyone always comes back to, uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And it's interesting. Cause like you said, Dan, it's like, it's, it's very, it is very melancholic and it is, you know, basically it basically mm. starts out with uh, Charlie Brown, you know, lamenting the fact that, Christmas is coming, or mainly, I want to say more lamenting Christmas, it's just the fact that he just doesn't understand why everyone else gets happy about it. Whereas sure, he's... but I mean, like, everything about the way, like, it opens with them singing that song, and <laughs> they just sound like they want to die, those kids. <laughs> I thought they always sounded happy. Oh, really? Oh, for me, it was, I always <laughs> heard them singing that, and I was like, sorry, sorry, Yvonne? No, it is a pretty depressing song, honestly. Yeah, the way they're like, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they've been forced to sing. Well, when you think, well, I, I I was recently I'm doing an article on this special, believe it or not. So I'm gonna have um I'll have that up on the website soon. But I actually oh. did some research into the um into the uh, special's background, and it was it was put together on a shoestring budget. It was they. Didn't have a whole lot. They actually only finished it and got, you know, to be in, to be ready to be aired only 10 days before it had to be aired on TV wow. for the first time in 1965. It, like, it must have, like, because it must have been on, like, film. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really big deal, like, in the 60s. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So they, it, and then it was also the first, I think, one of the very first instances where they hired, you know, all an exclusive, you know, child actor cast, so... Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe that's why they, it to certain to certain ears it sounds a bit more kind of like dull and melancholic because you know these you've got a whole bunch of kids and you just you know stand them in a room and like okay kids I want you to sing this song <laughs> it's going to be on TV. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I'm not sure. I think that was kind. Of, I for me it's there. For me it's really there. Like the intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the voice director must have known what he was doing. I think so. I mean, from yeah. after rewatching the special for for the review and taking a bit more of a careful look at, there's a little, there is definitely a lot more to the Charlie Brown Christmas special than a lot of people, you know. If, if you know, it's it, at least the people who are kind of like mixed feelings about it, they get more than they get it, give it credit for. And 
It, it's, mm. it, I can understand, at least, even though I grew up on it, I never really understood why so many other people liked it or why you know, we, it was a tradition in my family to watch it every single Christmas Eve. Wow, that's a really, yeah, that's a really, like, strange place to go on Christmas Eve, I think. Because, like, I can imagine just as an it's adult It's basically how, it. we end the, how we end the day. Like, we'll, um, wow. we'll, be go, we'll go about our own business for most of the day. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we'll go to, um, I live near <clears throat> Longwood Gardens, and they've got a whole set of uh, Christmas tree lights set up around the gardens and a whole bunch of different Christmas displays. We'll see that, like, after it gets dark. And then come home, have a spaghetti dinner, and then pop on Charlie Brown Christmas. And that's how we, then we go to bed. That's, that's basically our, my Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause it's, I don't know. And actually what you were saying about it being really low budget mm-hmm. is I think like part of like the charm of Christmas specials all round is the kind of creaky around the edgeness. Yeah. I think the snowman kind of is beautiful, but it has it. Definitely. And Charlie Brown Christmas is also, I just, I love the design. It's so like sixties and like it's got the amazing jazz soundtrack going on. Oh yeah. That's, that's also another <clears throat> family, family tradition with that. Yeah. The, the soundtrack you can just like put on and it's great Christmas music. They play it on the radio all the time. My family decorates our tree to it. It's, it's very mm-hmm. popular, and for good reason. Yeah, but, like, it's it's kind of like the animation is a bit rough around the edges. Like, the, the, Oh, it's it's definitely rough around the edges. Uh, it's probably like one of the, like, even compared to some of the other Charlie Brown uh, holiday specials, it's definitely, like, one of the, I would say, I want to say cheapest, but it's, it's I don't know. Cause, no, I mean, it's, it's, animation's, like, super limited, and there's, like, mistakes in... Oh, yeah. Like, when Lucy is, um, she's, like, be behind the the psychiatric uh, desk she's made and she's kind of like floating in front of it a bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's still got to even, even you, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm stumbling over my words again. Blech. It has a charm all of its own. So it, like if you mm-hmm. helps you look past the, a lot of the, uh, the big issues, I, I personally think, but that's everyone, everyone can see it with, you know, their own, have their own opinion about it. classic American TV special that again wasn't as much on the UK but has was the mm-hmm. was the Chuck Jones How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I love that one. That's if I had to pick one of my favourite Christmas specials of all time, other than the Charlie Brown Christmas, it's probably The Grinch. Yeah, the Grinch I've, is so much fun. I feel like I've only seen it sort of relatively recent. I feel like it wasn't on when I was Oh little. yeah. Oh no it definitely wasn't. The only the only place I knew it was like there's there's like a tiny clip of it in Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but like that's the only place I saw it. 
it's 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 really odd how it just was not was not on because we had our own we had our own things. Yeah. Um, Snowman. Like we, Snowman, and then we had things which weren't necessarily Christmassy, but were just on. Like yeah, like Wallace, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, they're not Christmassy at all, but they were on. But they mean Christmas. Christmas. But also really on do. every Easter, every bank holiday, every. Mm-hmm. But they, but they, but they premiered at Christmas. But Ardman did do Christmas special with the Robbie the Reindeer shorts, which are also very charming. I don't remember those at all. They were apparently they were done for comic relief, apparently, like as a charity thing, and they had lots yeah. of comedians in the voices. Ardlo Hanlon was the main character, and they had every sort of. It was a who's who of British comedians doing the voices. Uh. And it was based... I think the first one was based around the reindeer games. But it was like an Olympics. Okay. It's called Hooves of Fire with Robbie the Reindeer. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and then, then obviously there's all the Christmas films. Uh, what's everyone's favourite animated Christmas film? Anything? Uh, animated like, Christmas film. That's tough. That is incredibly tough. I'm. It's mostly shorts for me. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. There is one which is like only relatively recently shot to the top of the list for me. Um, Tokyo Godfathers. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I still need to see that. It's 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 a Christmas film in as much as like Christmas is a thing at all in Japan. In that, like, there are Christmas trees, I guess, and there's a general like seasonal festive kind of feeling but well there is the kind of sort of baby Jesus angle to the plot as well oh of course yeah it's, it's thematically oh it, Rachel it is on apparently on Crackle the free the Sony's video streaming website until New Year's Eve oh okay good good so I can watch it later mm-hmm. awesome yeah That's, definitely that is like, a lovely check, film check it out like it's it's just um, it's really cosy and I think kind of like the best things to watch at Christmas, mm-hmm. it goes in some kind of awkward places and the characters are lovable, but they're not necessarily the nicest people in the world. And they kind of... Like most people? Well, yeah, but they get to like a tone. And I think like, for me, the big thing hanging over Christmas really is um, A Christmas Carol. And ah. the whole idea of someone redeeming themselves um, at Christmas, but uh-huh. by 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 um, by redeeming themselves, having to like go to a place where they have to admit not very nice things about themselves. Mm-hmm. And there are Muppets there. <laughs> so, okay, so so this is really the Christmas tradition for my family and it has been since I can remember which Muppet's is Christmas Carol Christmas Carol and you have to like heck freaking yes yeah we'll we'll like seriously we'll make sure that by hello high water we watch that before Christmas Eve or on Christmas Eve Gonzo <laughs> because... and Rizzo one of the some of the best narrators for the Christmas Carol ever it's my favorite version of the story apart from the book mm-hmm. it's just it's amazing it's so efficient and funny and entertaining. That's are you, perfect. Are you saying your favourite version isn't the uh, Robert Zemeckis, Jim Carrey, um, CG abomination? <sighs> Unfortunately, it's not. 
<laughs> the one I'm where shocked. he's like raining a chimney or something. Some fucking ridiculous thing. Uh, like that. I oh, wanted no, he, to like that. I can't remember. I yeah. really wanted to like that movie, yeah. but I just I, I tried watching it recently when it was on TV, and I just I was watching it at least for like ten minutes. I'm like, I am so not invested in this. Mm-hmm. I was kind of amazed. I'm just like, it's a Chris, you know, it's a Christmas Carol. I love the story of the Christmas Carol. I loved almost every single version of it that I've seen, and it's, I, I finally, this is the finally the one I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, I can't get into this, no matter how hard I try. Yeah, something about it is just like, do you know what a really good, a really good um, adaptation actually is? In the seventies, there was an Oscar-winning. Um, special mm. directed by Richard Williams. Mm, right. Um, that's right. I that's right. I totally watched that. Yeah, and and I t- that one actually is also really pretty good, and it does stand up. And Mickey's oh. Christmas Carol. Oh yes, I actually oh never seen that. That was the first version of the Christmas Carol I ever saw. Yeah, I'm not pretty gonna sure. lie. I'm pretty sure the same here. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's like I watched that, and then it was followed by the Muppet Christmas Carol. But uh, yeah, Scrooge McDuck, man, he's awesome. Yeah, and that's, that's where he, he first made his appearance. And then they, they kind of had him in a whole bunch of other different oh, Disney stuff afterwards. That makes that makes sense. I never even thought of that. That's where McDuck. That's crazy. <laughs> did I just blow your mind, Dan? You did a bit. Awesome. That makes sense. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot all about this Richard Williams Christmas Carol. We totally would. This was always on. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, um, like, uh, Ken Harris, like, animated on it. And, um, Alistair, um, Alistair Sim. Yeah. Did, like, uh, did Scrooge. Uh, Jesus, no wonder, it's so funny. I mean, I remember being hypnotized by this. I'm sure it's influenced, like, my brain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were talking about animated films, uh, Christmassy hey. ones, and we haven't mentioned Nightmare for Christmas, which is... <gasps> oh, yeah. Which is obviously one of th- one of the pantheon that you have to watch every year. And there's like an age-old, well, 25 or how, <laughs> however old the film is, mm-hmm. like debate about um, whether it's a Christmas or a Halloween movie. I think recently someone said that it's a Halloween movie and it was definitive. Um, but Hen- Salik did, didn't he? Yeah, but Henry I Salik say... said it's a Christmas movie. He said, no, he said it's a Christmas one, or not? I'm pretty sure he said it's a Christmas movie. Definitely a Christmas movie. Well, even if he said it wasn't. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm having it as a Christmas movie because I watch it every Christmas. Right. <laughs> um, uh, I like how it kind of sits in that very uneasy place in between Halloween and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's great about it is you can start watching it at Halloween and then watch it right through to Christmas. There you go. There you go. But like particularly here where you don't have Thanksgiving. Yeah. Between Halloween and Christmas, it really seems to make sense. Because after Halloween, I'm just, like, looking forward to Christmas. <laughs> the year's basically packed up, then, by I Halloween. People might say that the definitive answer is giving away the fact it was released at Halloween, or thereabouts, but... 
Uh, I still say Christmas. Christmas. Because I want it to be a Christmas movie. Kidnap the Santa Claus, throw him in a box. Bury him for 90 years, then see if he talks. The Mr. Oogie Boogie Man can take the whole thing over then. Take a cannon, aim it at his door, and then knock three times, and when he answers, Sandy Claus will be no more! You're so stupid, think now if we blow him up to smithereens, we may lose some pieces, and then Jack will be just black and green! Kidnap the Sandy Claus, tie him in a bag, throw him in the ocean, then see if he is sad, because Mr. Oogie Boogie is the meanest guy around. Oh, and a couple of other Christmassy special episodes. Um, Future Armour done really good ones. Because they have Santa, oh, because mm. they have a whole mythology around Christmas where Santa's a robot, and he goes out and his um his programming with the naughty list got messed mm-hmm. up, so he goes out and kills people. Mm-hmm. A bit, a bit like Krampus, really. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas horror is a whole thing, and they've kind of played with that in future. Christmas drama. horror is like a whole thing um in in Britain. I'm not sure if like this is. A thing so much elsewhere but like there will be like really scary ghost stories on TV and things that goes um, back to um, Christmas Carol I assume totally oh, of course it must yeah but like um, uh, like Mark Gatiss like um, adapts like M.R. James things he started doing it last year yeah I think it's a, it's a tradition that sort of fell out of favour because I think people, oh, you can't have horror at Christmas, and I think it's sort of come back. Mm. Yeah, the the, the BFI um, like has a great bunch of collections where they've like collected those films. Um, but like, yeah, like scary stories is like a weird. Yeah, like you said, I guess it is like a has its origins in Victorian traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like Christmas to me kind of makes sense as some. Is there a time to, to watch scary things? Well, I mean, the origin of Christmas itself, right, before it became, like, was, before it was sort of taken over by Christianity. I mean, there are roots mm-hmm. in all kinds of different <laughs> things. And then, like, well, the, in the story of Santa Claus, right, there are different variations, which are a heck of a lot creepier. I don't know. I, I think it, it naturally lends itself I mean, I guess I suppose it's because my family is not particularly religious, <laughs> so right. I see it as uh, you know. It also, I also sort of um, see the natural connection <laughs> between uh, horror movies and Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense. I think that actually, well, that tradition's kind of in like Gremlins. Ah, uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> That movie. Another one of the best Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Better good. answer when people say that to when they say, "What's your favorite Christmas movie?" and they make the joke, "Ah, uh-huh, Die Hard." Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> is much better. Yeah. Although, how great would it be if you went to like a school play and they put on a production of Die Hard with like <laughs> little, little six-year-old running go running around going, "Yippee ki yay!" <laughs> or Gremlins. 
Oh, I know that would be good to see a six-year-old do an impression of Alan Rickman. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that'd be great. So, were you going to talk about animation Christmas presents? I was. Animation-related um, Christmas presents. Yeah, I was wondering what the um, best animation-related Christmas presents people have had. And I've, I think definitely right up there is what I got last year, which was um, some lovely um, storyboards from my neighbour Totoro. <gasps> you know, oh, like, yeah, I saw of. those. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous of them. Yeah, my sister got them for me, and it was like a complete surprise. She, There's a Japanese gallery in London. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a friend of mine got got some too, and uh, I called and they didn't have any. But oh, they looked gutted. amazing. Yeah. yeah, and also like the lady in the gallery helped my sister pick out a really key part of the plot as well. It's like mm-hmm. the bit where May's ringing, ringing up the university when May's gone. No, oh, not May. Well, yeah, and she's using the um, the old phone. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful, uh, and that is yeah. a pretty good gift. Yeah, and I always love an art book as well. Love an art book. <laughs> uh, but my favourite one wasn't a Christmas present, so I can't really. That'd be the Totoro Forest Project, which is amazing. I've talked about it before, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, you have that book? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I had to um. Because I was working when it was, when because he had to order it American time and it was like midday American time mm-hmm. Pacific and I was working in the evening, so it was only because I managed to get my dad to <laughs> order one for me, and I got it and they were like sold out in minutes and yeah, that's not oh, crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, Christmas animation present? <laughs> Anything? Me? In mind? Yeah. Of course, no. Seriously, like I've been, I've been into animation for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, not exclusively, but it's kind of it's always been one of my interests. Mm-hmm. Um, so where to start? So I think like my earliest is actually, um, there was a Wallace and Gromit plasticine model kit that oh, I got. Wow. Yeah. And you could make Wallace and Gromit and Feathers McGraw. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you seen this chicken? Yeah, exactly. And that was like one of the first. And then a couple of years later, I got like a flip book set where it like, it was just like a, it was, it was not very good. It was just like a crappy little thing that explained how to make flip books. And I was enamored with it and. Like the, 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 when I was done with it, like the little book was just tatters because I used it so much. Um, and then, uh, actually probably the most important one I think I've ever had is, um, I didn't know what this book was, but my dad got me and he must have like done his research. He got me the Richard Williams animator's survival kit when ah. I was 16. Oh, wow. I've only, I only was, got that a couple of years ago. 
and it was before I went to art school or anything. And I it just it it was literally like the Bible. It was like being handed just like secrets. Um, so I think that's probably up there with like my most it was the most important like animation related Christmas gift I've I've ever had because it it, it is the thing that really like broke open the um the the I don't know what you call it Pandora's box mm-hmm. <laughs> of of animation I guess for me um the nice Pandora's box where it's just mm-hmm. seriously just after that point I was I was gone I was framing framing through DVDs to like study scenes and started looking out for like animators names and started learning who animated which scenes and things like that and it's pretty much all down to that book wow that did remind me earlier what you t- about the Wallace and Gromit thing is that I had a Wallace and Gromit alarm clock <laughs> talking a 3D talking oh. alarm clock and it went, I morning, Gromit, friend... time for walkies. And you had my to press friend had one of those. I was so jealous. And you had to press the slippers to turn uh-huh. off or snooze. <laughs> yeah, that, that got me through my school years, that did. <laughs> Waking <laughs> up every day. <laughs> morning, Gromit, time for walkies. Vaughn, have you got any memorable animation-related Christmas presents that you no, can I mean... remember? It's funny because that I was just thinking that um, that book that you're talking about. I it took me forever just to wrap my head around that because I didn't really study animation at all, but I studied painting. So I mean, I get a lot of art supplies. Um, mm-hmm. Even when we were, there was a time period we didn't have we <laughs> we had the, like bare minimum for Christmas, um, but we'd always get something we could draw with. But um, but yeah. The, yeah, I think the biggest, I mean, the coolest, biggest gift I ever got was, um, I still use it now, it was like 10 years ago, I got a, or 7 years ago, I got a Cintiq. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I know. That's a huge Christmas like, present. It was like a split gift, like I bought half, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was, um, yeah, that was the best one. But yeah, mostly it was art supplies, I think that those were... Um, you know that that was you know obviously that's totally related, but um, it was all about yeah. drawing pretty much every for every holiday. It, it was yeah always exciting to get. Like I think I got one Christmas I got um, an easel. Uh, I think when I turned eighteen, and that was just like I don't know. It's just instilled this sense of pride <laughs> for me because I was just like my parents bought me an easel, and I thought oh they. They're taking me seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I I know that feeling. I know that feeling where it's like, it's just, oh my yeah. god, you realize that I'm not. This isn't just going to end up in the cupboard in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really really cool. So, but yeah, all that's related. <laughs> awesome. Not much has changed either. I just <laughs> just like this Christmas, like people have been like, "What do you want?" I'm like. Well, there's this art book, and you know. <laughs> any any other Christmas topics people want to talk about at all? Any animation in Christmas memories? Anything or? that's related? Um, animation Christmas memories. Um, 
you know, when we were kids, like the Disney vault was still a thing. It doesn't seem to be that way nowadays. Like I was walking through HMV today and I'm pretty sure like every Disney movie was available. Wow. Um, but I remember like Christmas was when Disney movies used to be on TV. Um, mm-hmm. and that was probably the time when I first like discovered like, I don't know, Robin Hood and Sword in the Stone and just like a bunch of Disney movies, which were not on. At any other time of year. Yeah, Christmas TV used to be a real treat when you were growing up. Yeah. It was it yeah. was like the big... The, the, you get the Christmas radio times and you flip through it and you go to the film... Radio films, times, all yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You the TV it's times. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk to your sort. <laughs> <laughs> Rivalry. This has been another edition of... Chris and Dan explain British things. Don't, or don't explain British things and just talk about them and no one understands what we're talking about. No, I so, love it. It was, it was the, they were the, the, t, the, the TV listings, like TV guide. Uh, and the BBC had one called Radio Times. And then the other channel, ITV, had TV Times. And you used to have, back in the day, you used to have to buy both if you wanted to know what was on all the channels. <laughs> but, the, but then one day... They they put them all together in one. And, uh, but there was but still there. a kind of like weird stigma around like I don't know. <laughs> it's so TV stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Radio Times is for classy people. Radio kind Times of, yeah, because 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 <laughs> because primarily it had radio listings. Hmm. And posh people listen to radio at Christmas and Riff Raff watch I T V. That's really funny. So it's like the NPR listing. Seriously, yeah, but like, it's it's so funny. Like, I guess that really is like how far like class issues go into British culture. Right. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> really, like a magazine can really determine like your cultural we're not background. A, we're not an ITV house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we watch the BBC here, don't you know? How do we even get onto this? We were talking about um, uh, that Christmas TV. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas TV. Um, oh, oh, actually, uh, they've actually talking to Christmas TV and the BBC. They've actually mm-hmm. done a really nice little animated um, uh, short thing. Oh, the sprout. This, yeah. Um, that's another British cultural thing about having Brussels sprouts at Christmas, and no one liking them. Um, but us having them anyway because it's yeah. Because damn it, it's Christmas, and um, <laughs> yeah, it's this little, it's this little short, and it's narrated by Peter Capaldi, and it's got this little short, little little um, sprout that nobody wants at Christmas, <laughs> and, and everyone kicks him out, and they won't have him. But then, then at the end, he has a big Christmas dinner with CG versions of Peter Capaldi and Idris Elba and all the people on telly at <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> and it's really cute. Uh. <laughs> oh, and also um, on Christmas Boxing Day, there's a new show on the Sheep special. Ah, uh, yes, which is also if you're in America, you can watch it now. Well, what you could watch it before <laughs> on on Amazon Prime because Amazon bought the rights to it. Jeezy Crazy. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I, I complained about this on Twitter ages ago when I found out about it. It's like, what? Why is why are they getting it first? Well, actually, I remember um, a matter of life and death premiered in Australia. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Like, it was on like uh, in November. That's not fair. In Australia, when the year that was released. And also on um, Boxing Day, same day, there is a big documentary about Ardman as well. Oh, cool. Um, called, I think it's called like a Grand Night Out or something, and it's a, it's a um, history of the awesome studio that is Ardman. Brilliant. Who are very much a Christmas institution in the United Kingdom, much like the California Raisins are in America. <laughs> are they? That was that was a Christmas special. I remember. <laughs> it was weird. What? There, there was like a product. I thought I thought you meant thing. the food. I thought you meant like yeah, California raisins. They were a thing. They it had was... a stop motion special about Christmas. Oh my God, wow. that's right. They they were a band. I'd compl- yeah. My goodness, I forgot all about. Oh them. no! Oh no! They're bad. Let's not talk about them. They're terrifying. Yeah, really creepy. Yeah, I blocked that out. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah when, I, when I was trying to wrap my mind for Christmas specials, like California raisins was a thing. That was what? Oh man, they had little. There were little action figures. <laughs> Jeez. All right, yes. no, I, I'm pretty lucky. I missed them. Yeah, <laughs> sincerely, that'll give you nightmares. That's yeah, what I'll be thinking about. <laughs> just watch the He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special instead. <laughs> my my friend has um has a tradition with that, um, where like he's like he he lives in Calgary and he's been doing it for like eight years, <laughs> and they go and all of his friends get together. Um, they did it last night and like they watch the He Man Christmas special, <laughs> and it's turned into like a whole party now where they have like games and like <laughs> gift like He Man related gift exchange. And then it's all like leading up to watching the Christmas special. (laughs) Because I have. It's freaking mental. Skeletor finds the spirit of Christmas. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sound like we're really looking forward to it, right? <laughs> You've all gone a bit Charlie Brown. We need to watch Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd, 
And that actually, people who've watched this the Peanuts movie, is it Christmassy at all? Yeah, the opening yeah. is. Because the, the advert, the trailers made it look like they were sort. Because Peanuts is very much associated with Christmas, and it's come out towards Christmas, and I wondered if they play that up much. Mm, the opening is set at Christmas. Yeah, they talk about Christmas. I mean, that's pretty smart for them to have done. It's actually quite an all-year-roundy kind of film, I think. Yeah, but if they start at Christmas, then you can say, oh, it's a Christmas movie, but then you can still watch it all year round. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch it again. Because mm-hmm. I was really surprised by it. Like, it's it's really just like a mixtape. It's so odd. Mm-hmm. Of like, of like, uh, like, jokes and situations that they've just mined from the specials and from the comics. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just like, it's so weird. So I think it's weird how everything, how they keep the, how they sort of, okay, again, like I didn't sit down with the, with the movie, but mm-hmm. from the bits and pieces that I watch, um, it, it's interesting how they integrate um, like 3D elements, right? And and obviously the whole thing's rendered, but mm-hmm. that flatness, I mean, they really try and keep that 2D element of it, right? Everybody's oh, yeah, I was saying this last week. Yeah, it's yeah. strange. Yeah, really. Last week with Rachel, there's like a shot where he drops his pencil, mm-hmm. and they suddenly, out of nowhere, like there's this like POV 3D shot where you like follow the pencil, like, yeah. like it's a shot from Mouse Hunt. Like, yeah. Like, is it is it is it falls down the classroom, and it really like threw me out for a second. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I really like how they keep to like the two D, and like e- even even to the extent of like um, when Snoopy like puts his nose in the air, mm-hmm. it's his like um, his volume is really inconsistent and he turns really thin, <laughs> and they keep all that stuff. So strange. And then yeah, and then the, yeah. So you get that sort of they flatten things out to keep it true to whatever the original design I guess but then you have <laughs> these hair textures <laughs> it's the strangest thing it's really yeah. inter- really interesting I don't know I have to sit down and watch it properly yeah the, the only thing that like it kind of missed for me was like the specials like had that kind of really 60s like graphic kind of styling where <laughs> the sky would just be purple and it would work do you know what I mean like that kind but, of totally like coloring style and and the the movie like went for really you know realistic lighting mm-hmm. and and um everything is like the color it should be yeah well i mean i I was just glad there wasn't like technology all over it i mean because I, I I didn't really even read that much about it because I was a little bit oh but... you know what yeah, I was saying this to well, we were talking like about this last week with Rachel and I was saying like there there came a point where the technology not being a part of it became <laughs> so noticeable for me. Yeah. It I felt began, yeah. Like watching it like a period piece. Yeah, totally. I could see that. I, I, I thought that a couple times just watching what I did, like hmm. wondering how kids were, were relating to it or if it was an issue at all. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, these kids are really active and there's no technology. Oh, did like, you, did you listen to last week's episode? <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't. I know I haven't had a chance to. Usually, uh, because I went, I went like I went over this, and Funny. I was like, I got into like this whole thing where I was like, is this even a film for the twenty first century? Hilarious. What like, okay, it's no, it's really odd that you mention it because I was thinking like, I was thinking about that chat this week, and I was like, man, I was being like way too like. It's, I, I, I shouldn't have been like analyzing the film like that, but now that you're yeah. now that you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, maybe it's okay that I was because totally. Um, yeah, and I was like thinking, like, well, what is a movie that's for the 21st century? Right. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking that I think the Lego Movie is, huh? And it kind of it, it, it it's not a huge part of the movie, but the world he lives in. Is a little bit more relatable, maybe, to kids growing up than this kind of white picket fence, like you know, um, peanuts world. Mm-hmm. I think for for kids nowadays, at least. Well, there. Well, you know, the real difference. Just listening to the dialogue of the movie is mm. the kids in the movie are super introspective. That seemed like more of a different. What do you story. mean, like of each like, other? Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, what are their their major concerns? Are like, I mean, and these are all things that are relatable to everybody. You know, at any age, it, you know, to some degree for sure. But um, it was like, you know, how do I fit in? Does so and so like me? Like, you know, like they're just they're introspective. With their problems, but there's never, you know, there's an extra component that we have now that runs wild in our culture, and it's this whole like selfie um, posting kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like a, okay, so you mean like a kind of like, um, uh, like, like awareness of how everyone else sees them? Yeah. Whereas these days, I almost feel like I don't know. We have so much posting and so much. So much. Look at me. Bravado, yeah, based on... Rather than, oh no, everyone's looking at me. Yeah, that, that's what, what struck me. I, I just kind of wonder... So the way, yeah, the way that people were behaving was just not like... So I, th- so I think that was like really a, uh, a product of the fact that they were forced to reuse all this material that had not been written, you know, that was written in like the 60s and maybe the 70s. I think it's fine. I mean, I think it's even, and it's fine that they did, I think, but yeah. it, do, it does, it feels... No, like, it's fine, like, but I think, like, it's kind of, you're, they're not going to be able to avoid the fact that yeah. it doesn't relate in a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It's just interesting. I mean, I definitely thought about these things, too, as I was sort of, like, taking in yeah. the dialogue, you know? I'm really glad that you did, because I was, like, sat there... And as I said, like, my mind kind of wandered when the Red Baron scenes came up. Mm, right. Was, yeah, interesting. I didn't kind of completely get how it tied in. Yeah. I understood, I understood, like, Snoopy is basically Charlie Brown's, like, id. Right. Kind of. But beyond that, I just, like, my mind wandered and I began thinking about all this stuff as well. It's really odd that you, like, and interesting that you, seem to react in a similar way. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Um, I'll have to listen to podcasts on my commute. I usually do, but I've been cramming things even into my 
commute in this last week. But that's that's oh. really really interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like I'll be <laughs> wanting to talk into the headphones. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, Christmas! We're talking about Christmas. <laughs> well, it's a Christmas fine. movie. Apparently. <laughs> It's really interesting. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the next time um, you're on a show, um, I might have seen Peanuts by then, and we can have some more conversation about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, have... definitely. You want, you've seen Snoopy and Charlie Brown, uh, a colon a pe- the Peanuts movie. There's I a, know. There's a big billboard on my way to work, and I was I really confused. It's it's not called Charlie Brown and Snoopy. It's called Snoopy and Charlie Brown. <gasps> so weird. And it was the Charlie. It was the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show, wasn't it? Oh, it's so weird. It wasn't Snoopy and Charlie Brown's no. It's show. It's so weird. It's so such it a is, it's such a title like made by the marketing team. <laughs> they're thinking Snoopy's more famous. People know who Snoopy is. Mm-hmm. Put Snoopy first. That is what it is, isn't it? It, it is, and I think that's why once the film comes out, um people are going to really react strangely to it and kind of remember what Peanuts actually is or even realise what it is because it, it is really selling itself like a happy-go-lucky, feel-good romp. <laughs> and it's, it's like a... It's a really character-driven, <laughs> like, piece. Yeah, it's like a it's a like a Woody Allen film. Yeah, I'd say it's less suitable for kids than Inside Out. <laughs> <laughs> for young, I think, I think as I said, I think people in the UK are more aware of of Peanuts than you maybe thought they were. I think. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. I think I saw people taking like kids to the preview who just like clearly didn't have like kids who were like six. And just thought, oh, an animated film. And just, like, didn't really expect it to be paced the way it was. Yeah, well, people don't do their research, do they? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, fun as it, it may be to make fun of, of the title, it's not like it never happens the other way. Like, um, um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, anybody? Uh-huh. Philosophers! Philosopher and pirates, band of misfits. Yeah, because you can't have a scientist in the title. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah, oh, so strange. No, honestly, the peanuts. I never really cared for Snoopy, even growing up. I think I was just a serious child or something. (laughs) But I was just like, I thought the dog was goofy, (laughs) and I just really thought Charlie Brown was cool. (laughs) Oh really? Oh, I had I had the opposite dog, Goofy. Um, my grandparents, like, the room I stayed in, mm-hmm. when I used to stay over their place, had, um, like a mirror that had, like, a print of Snoopy on it. <laughs> so, like, it was partly a mirror, but part of the mirror was also obscured by, like, Snoopy that was <laughs> sitting on his, um, doghouse. And then in the same room, there was, like, a cabinet, and in the cabinet were, like, old collectible Snoopy toys. Of him, like, skiing, playing <laughs> tennis, all sorts of things like this. Um, so, I, for me, Snoopy was always, like, 
more recognizable. And I thought he was a really cool design. Oh yeah. Like, it's just one of the best like designs. Iconic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, proper iconic. <laughs> yeah. Um. But that will be at. Oh, I guess probably by the time, by the time this is out. Um. Was it Snoopy and Charlie Brown colon a Peanuts movie will have been released in the UK? Probably, uh, because it's coming out twenty first of December after Star Wars, <laughs> so lots of people will be paying attention. <coughs> right, I think I think probably that's about time to wrap up. We've talked lots of Christmassy topics and some crackers, lots of crackers. <laughs> so we've been educational. Yes. So really, all that leaves to do us to do is to say a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to all of you listening, if you celebrate, that is. If you don't, then uh, Happy Thursday or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Friday. Just, just have a good have a good time. Friday, isn't it? Yeah, it was, I think it was Thursday last year, so it's probably yeah. Happy Friday, whatever. Enjoy. Have a good time, whatever you're doing. And um, we will be back soon. I don't know when our next episode will be. Uh, might might not be until after the new year but we'll we'll keep you posted um and time you can keep up with everything on AFA blog on twitter you can follow us on facebook and tumblr and pinterest and you can also keep up with us on animationforadults.com uh, you can follow me at mr christor which is mr spell out as a word and then chris then tor you can Dan, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Hamu, um, H-A-M-M-O. And Vaughn? I am on uh, Twitter at Eisner underscore Inc. And, um, and also, uh, if you want to submit a film to Animation Nights New York, go to animationnights.nyc. So where can we find you, Rachel? You can find me at Fail2Ninja on Twitter. And we will see you very soon. So, season's greetings. Fairly well. And happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. And a happy new year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love. It feels like Christmas. A cup of kindness that we share with another A sweet reunion with a friend or a brother In all the places you find love It feels like Christmas It is the season of the heart A special time of caring The ways of love made clear It is the season of the spirit the message, if we hear it, is make it last all year. Mwah. Oh, what? If in the giving of a gift to another, a pair of mittens that were made by your mother. It's, it's all, all the, the way, way 
ways that we show love that feel like Christmas. A quiet childhood will always remember. It is the summer of the soul in December. Yes, when you do your best for love, it feels like Christmas. It is the season of the heart. A special time of caring. The ways of love make clear. It is the season of the spirit. The message, if we hear it, is may it last all year. It's in the singing of a street corner choir. Going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. It feels like Christmas. It feels. Like 